What's up, everybody? This is the podcast known as Shooting the Shit with Two Nerdy Black Guys. I'm one of the nerdy black guys. I'm DJM. My other name is David Majors. The other nerdy black guy, the superstar from Drunk Kids Gaming, a photographer extraordinaire, King Kaz Brandon Cooper. What's up, Cass? You're going to make people devalue me. Uh, I am good, my friend. I am, I am well. I'm well and good. I'm good and well. Well, good. Good, well. Well, good. If All right, there was good a talk. well, I'd be good. <laughs> All right. Good talk, everybody. Thanks for listening to Two Nerdy Black Guys. We'll see you next time. Uh, no, I kid. I kid. I'm fucking ready to die. Me too, man. I've had <laughs> this terrible, awful case of the common cold since coming yeah, back from Washington, D.C. Yeah, I'm I'm a little under the weather. I've got a bit of the sniffles. Uh, but Oops. yeah, uh, I got caught in the rain uh, while I was in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Fuck that uh, place. Last... <laughs> keep going. No, no, you're fine. Shall I jump in then? No, no, just keep going. Just keep going. Don't uh, stop. All right. Can't stop, all won't right. stop. Rockefeller Records. So... I went down to Washington, D.C. with some friends Mm -hmm. for... The man goes to Washington. Not necessarily uh, the inauguration, but kind of. And yeah, that was the thing that happened. In being in the streets of Washington, D.C. during the day of the inauguration... In the protests that followed, that was quite a damn experience, Mr. Cooper, let me Mm -hmm. tell you. And also, while driving down that way, uh, I I said hey to you, just for a minute, to say, hey, I'm in Baltimore, where you at? But you're at at work. work. (laughs) You're at work, so it was like, okay, we're we're leaving this coffee shop we went to. Um, it, it was called um, what was it called? Baltimore Coffee and Tea. Are you familiar with it? Not even a little bit. I don't venture right. very far or much. It, it was pretty good. They they had He's this great thing called a tiger chai. They had a great thing called a tiger chai, and it was a chai latte with black tea, and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you see that place. I recommend the Tiger Chai, Mr. Cooper. But uh, I'll, we t- we, I'll try it out. All right. But we touched down in Washington, D.C. proper Friday, Travis. early Friday afternoon, like right when the gates of hell had been officially opened, the seventh seal had been broken, and it was official. And not long after that, the protest started. And my friends had signs. I had a sign. My sign said, and and this is 100% real, I just got health insurance last week, man! And (laughs) quite a few people really appreciated my sign. I got a lot of well wishes and, and signs of solidarity in the hope that, you know, I'll be able to keep that and I won't die. So it it was nice to get some positivity. And then, Kaz, and then somebody broke a window at a Starbucks. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and and then there was a window broken at a PNC bank. Mm-hmm. And that's, windows are weak, man. And that's windows when, didn't want that to happen to them. Windows would have more rights. And that's when there was a <laughs> pew, pew. and y'all buddy the Deej recognized the smell in the air from his mop training in the Air Force from the gas chamber. And it was like, oh, it's time to cover my mouth and close my eyes because that's tear gas. And Mm -hmm. I had to use my my skull cap, my hat, or my toque, if you're from Canada, to really go into, really go into gas mask mode and protect myself and my lungs and throat from the tear gas while slowly and calmly walking away. So here I am right in the middle of it, Kaz, right in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And as things sort of calmed down a little bit, which they did, some of these dudes calm. It's it's settled a little bit. It settled a little bit, and then a little bit later, mm-hmm. someone out there decided to ignite a car. Nice. And then, um, while <laughs> this is not a joke, by the way, I know. This is all very, very real. I'm trying to keep it lighthearted for the people at home. No, no, there, there is no keeping this light, Kaz. N- none of your, none of your shenanigans now. This, this is, it gets crazier. Uh, I'm and- sure it does. It's fucking DC. That's a fucking. You know what? It was a special day, but that's a fucking norm in DC. You're like, oh, was there a riot? Did people get shot? Oh, must have been DC. Continue, but it please. Con- but it continues. Your old buddy, the Deej, was interviewed by uh, Mr. Gabriel Elizondo from Al Jazeera English, their uh, English affiliate based in London, uh, mm-hmm. and live, no less, uh, with my sign and explaining why I was there and why my friends were there and what all of this was about. Uh, granted, this was also happening simultaneously with the car that was set on fire filling mm-hmm. the air with smoke everywhere. <laughs> so, Kaz, that's why, you can't, that's why you can't take people anywhere for for a little bit of time. No. Old DJM was right in the middle of what is essentially the beginning of the end of the world. I was. I was right there, Kaz. I was right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, but as, and, and, as, and for as lighthearted as, as it is, it, it was as a exciting serious situation. and and no, surreal no, no, no. and occasionally scary as Friday was. Scary, yes. Saturday was the exact opposite because Saturday was the woman's march. And it was like mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people with these funny hats, these funny pink yeah, hats. Yeah, dude. So as I originally, I, uh, I did not know what the hats were. 
Like I Can, kind or, of had an idea. Explain the hats to me because okay. I was on my way to work and I I look upon the outside world and I'm just like, like the fuck are these fucking hats, dude? Why are what is up with these fucking hats? Because they were everywhere, okay. like legit everywhere. Like because yes. there was yes, they a were. lot of people at the train station to go to DC, and I'm just like. Oh, okay. Something's happening. And then I was just like, the fuck are these hats, dude? What is this shit? Um, you, you, you might have turned on the news and saw old DJM. If I don't turn on the mi- news. Dude, I was I was there, man. I was in it. Uh, yeah. My friend Sarah and Jess, uh, two of my friends from Indiana, uh, they had the hats. And since it was a woman's march... Uh, the hats, they were pink. And when I saw one of them p- put on the hat, I thought, um, are those ears? And me. <laughs> Our dated. years of anime training have come into place, people. Ah, uh, yes. I know now, cat ears when I see them. Th- that, that was my original thought. Because, <laughs> yeah. truth be told, David is a bit prudish, is, is a bit on the innocent side. And they said to me, no, they're not cat ears. The hats were supposed to be representative of a certain particular part of the female anatomy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I fall. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And when I saw that, it was like, oh, okay. All right. It's it's a women's march. I I get it. Okay, because originally I had not been a hundred percent certain if we were staying for the women's march on Saturday. I was not a hundred percent sure. But then it turned out, yeah, we're gonna do the women's march tomorrow. Eh, all right, sure, whatever. And wow, that was big. That was massive. Uh, mm-hmm. the the number that came out was 1.2 million people in Washington Yeah, it was DC. a lot of people. And what was the amazing thing about it? Zero zero arrests. That was the thing that was amazing. On Friday I heard as many as 250 cuz like the the fucking riot squad and and the teenage riots and and the anarchists were there on Friday. Saturday, not so much. There was, there was a drum. It line. was ladies' nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna say that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But that's kind of what it was. So it was, it was much calmer. There were way more people, way more people, but it was much, much calmer. And. uh that Saturday night, late Saturday night, we yeah. came home. Uh, we broke off in Toledo, Ohio. And, uh, yeah, I got home Sunday morning. A uh, little bit of the sniffles, but yeah, man, that was a hell of an experience. I'm glad. Glad you had fun. Glad you had a DC experience. Uh, I'm glad I missed it because. Traversing through DC is a, a thing that I don't ever want to have to do more than once in a year. Um, um, have you ever been to Philadelphia, Cass? Uh, I've been through Philly. I haven't like been to Philly. 
Okay, so what I kept saying to my friends, because they're kids from the Midwest and haven't been a lot of places, is that it's yeah. very similar to Philadelphia. Very, very similar. Um, I would almost say, yeah, like I can't even say which one is better or worse when it comes to DC and Philadelphia. They were so, so similar. Uh, I'm glad we Ubered and took a taxi cab for most of everything. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that we didn't have to drive that. And I only did the driving through Pennsylvania. And yeah, that, that was my driving for, for the bulk of it. Um, but uh, it, it's not t- super terrible, but it's just, it's bad enough that you're just like, to, who designed this and why and 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 can they just not ever again be allowed to touch things because I'm pretty sure they're not good because <laughs> what they did there was just unnecessary and unacceptable and, and again I need them to never again Philadelphia's almost identical so they're, oh, God. they're both pretty bad like it's it was uncanny like I've driven through Philadelphia for a weekend for King of Trios uh, yeah. It was like, when I was in D.C., it was like, this is exactly like Philadelphia. Oh, my God. It's exactly the same. And it's aggravating as hell. I don't know how anybody would want to be an Uber driver there. You're just like, you're probably forever like, oh, wait, we have to go. Oh, shit. I, I apologize. I'm going to have to refund you. We went, we took a slight turn and now we're in, uh, 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 it's going to be an hour before I can get you to where you needed to be. Eight minutes right. ago. The, really, the, the only way to get anywhere is if you know exactly where you're going. And that's yeah. tough. But yeah, that was how I spent my last weekend. That's not. How about you, Kaz? What's up? So, um, the, the last weekend was rather boring because it was just filled with, you know, work, but. Um, I did because I've been I've been finally meaning to get back out and go to the movies again. Um, and I've been saying I was going to do that for a while now, and I finally did that. So I went out, um, with a couple of work folk and saw Arrival, uh, which was my idea. Um, and we went and we saw this movie Arrival. But I also so for- I also highly recommended this movie. And again, not just because my wife is in it, Amy Adams, not just because she's in it, but yes, go ahead. No, Amy Adams was lovely, uh, as was um, uh, the dude from the Marvel movies. Um, Hawkeye, yep, Jeremy yep. Renner. Uh, but that is the weirdest sci-fi movie I think I've ever seen. To the point where it's just like, I'm not 110% sure if I enjoyed it or not. Um, so, so this is the, this is the part in, in, and it comes in every podcast life where I'm going to let you know if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, you could turn this off. You could step out of the room, come back next week. I won't blame you. DJM won't blame you. Uh, I'll I'll say happy birthday on that time of the year. That was your warning. Um, So the the movie Arrival is about 
Hmm? Go ahead. Oh, okay. The movie Arrival is, and, and correct me where I'm wrong, um, about kind of, it, it's a first contact movie, which we've had before. Um, we've had first contact movies in our in our movie going history um, where aliens come to this planet and um, we, we want to figure out what they want. If they're hostile, if they're not, if they bring us a great presence um, and, and shit like that. So in that in this movie, your waifu, Amy Adams, plays a ling- linguistic expert um and they want to use her expertise to translate the alien language right here and and this is the the where where i start to get a little bit angry right because we hit that part in every movie that we always do where the government is dumb and the 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 cute white protagonist is going to save the world uh even when they tell her that she's wrong you know like um and i'm fine with all that right i'm fine with all that um and i'm just going to skip ahead for those who are listening who have seen the movie the part that confuses me is all the like time travel-y bullshit right okay and I'm now just- <clears throat> i i can whatever you need to break down from this movie kaz i i certainly can because again I, I saw the movie twice I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. Like I, I can genuinely say it might have been my favorite movie of 2016. So we can totally break this down. Let's do this. I'm I'm so prepared for this. I've I've I baby raged already. So like there's there's no anger or animosity towards this movie. There's just a little bit of confusion. Um, I think overall enjoyable fuck ass movie. Right? Had fun with it. Um. But I think it does have some issues as a as a movie, um, and I try to give it I try to give it benefit of the doubt, right? Because all movies have so when you go into a movie, you got to have a suspension of disbelief, right? Because you're playing with a world that has different rules than your own, right? And you can't apply rules from other movies to this movie as much as you like to as much as you want to people do it all the time i try not to do it it's very hard in a case of a movie in a case of a movie like this there really isn't anything to base it from because uh, the the narrative and, and the story was so not typical i guess it it there's a lot of it that reminds me of um first contact just like if if you've ever seen any kind of like movie where uh alien comes down uh they don't know what alien wants send in scientists scientist says this government says no we destroy smash because we men um and scientists say no we learn and and understand because uh we smart you know and you don't really get that um there there's that in this and that and that sure further Whatever reason that well, not for whatever reason, but for the most part, that's your primary conflict, right? If you have scientists who want to learn and take that learning and expand it and use it, and you have um, the government who just wants to destroy, right? Like they just want to kill, kill, kill. Um, 
they don't want to learn anything. They don't think there's anything to learn. They just want to make this thing go away. I think what was really good about this is that throughout the entire movie, mm-hmm. and with so many sci-fi movies, even ones with this premise that you're describing, the aliens themselves are never the antagonists, ever. No. And I love there's, that. I really there's do love so much. There's so much about this sci-fi movie, which which it is, mm-hmm. that is distinctly about the humans in the movie that I think it does so well. Go ahead. Um, my other big problem with this movie in particular was the whole kind of weird love story thing. And I just, I, and I, I think it was good, but I think it just, it, it was very odd, right? Because that's the part where it's not normal, right? Like you don't, you normally get, Oh, the two scientists and at the end they get together, but you, you go through this moment in this movie where, they've gotten together they have already been together and they're separated right like you 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 skip all the other parts of of um that you would normally have right you skip all the other all the bits that would come with that and i i found that interesting but it was a weird it was a weird crux in a way in the story that i don't i just i don't think i enjoyed that part of it like at all like it just seemed so oddly placed in the in the story where it was just like it got to that part where you're like oh they're gonna get together and then you're like oh i don't i don't care like it it gives you so much more interesting stuff let let me ask you a question then how did you feel about the reveal the twist of the entire movie, of essentially how the movie's story was told. How did you feel about that? By the time I by the time I got there, I I thought the idea of it was interesting, but by the time I like went through the journey with this movie, everything else was either so confusing or just so like, uh, okay, yeah, and of course they're going to be together. Oh. Oh, she's using the thing that they're trying to give her and it's giving you this, this, this is your life kind of thing, but you can now pick and choose moments and use those moments to change previous moments. And I was like, that's kind of cool. But then it just got confusing because it's just like, well, hold on. Are they so are we in a current timeline? Is this a previous time? Like that part is where it it got a little confusing, but in a good way, like in a good movie way where it's, it's, it's making you question what's happening. And I love that, that in a movie, like where you start to make me question what's happening on screen is like awesome. Like, because that's kind of what you want from a movie. You want it to make you question the thing on screen. But that is exactly what I liked about it. I liked that the movie did not stick to a typical storytelling narrative. And that's one of my favorite things that you'll see in movies. Mm -hmm. Best, probably the biggest example of this is Pulp Fiction. 
And another movie that I really liked from a few years back was called 13 Conversations About One Thing, uh, in how it wasn't linear. Uh, with this movie, with Arrival, it was linear, but it was backwards. And for me, I thought that was really, really cool in that you knew the ending of the story without mm-hmm. even realizing you already knew the ending of the story until the end of the movie. The end of the movie was not the end of the story. It was kind of the beginning, which was, to me, yeah. really, really cool. And I loved that they used the time travel in a way that is really different from the, from a lot of ways that you see time travel being used in fiction. How the person is going back in time to change everything. Whereas it was just one particular moment or one sentence said to somebody that changes everything. It goes into that, the, the whole butterfly effect theory where one little thing can change everything and I thought that was really cool because they executed it in a way it didn't feel cliche. I think mm-hmm. that's the thing that I that I really liked about I'll give it that. Yeah. How the story of the movie itself it seemed to go out of its way to not be held down by clichés and I really appreciated that a lot. I can agree with that, but I don't know. So, so one of my, one of my big problems with it, um, was just, I don't, I don't know. I didn't appreciate, I ended up not really like, I, I could have done without the side plot of the love story. Right. I, I felt like, but it wasn't a side plot. It, it wasn't, wasn't a side plot. Mm-mm. It wasn't a it, side plot. It was, it was what was talked about at the very beginning. Like at the very beginning of the story, well, I say at the very beginning of the movie, rather, we hear that she got divorced, and Amy Adams's character is talking to her daughter about her ex-husband, mm-hmm. uh, her dad. And you get that right at the beginning. And this is in a lot of ways telling the story about how all of that happened, along with telling the story of how she got the gift. It's as much a, a story about her getting the gift as it is her telling her daughter the story. It's It's both. Yeah. And this goes back to what I was saying about how I really liked how, I mean, it literally flips the script. It tells the story backwards, which I just really thought was really cool. I, I mean... I, like most people, uh, who should and who are good viewing public, like Pulp Fiction for that, right? Pulp Fiction is kind of this originator of um, telling a story out of context, right? So, I, 
this movie kind of does that. It, it has a linear path that it kind of is following, but then at the same time, there isn't really a linear path because you realize um, it's a tale being told from a perspective after this has happened. But then it, it I don't know. It's just, it's so, it's such an odd movie and it, I, it's not bad. There's nothing necessarily bad about it, right? Like, it's it's a really good movie, but it just has some oddities as a movie. And I'm just, I'm still, I don't know. It, it, it was very odd because... I, I brought a group of people to this <laughs> and then they, after the, after they could just kind of looked at me like, what did we just see? What just happened to us? And I was like, it, but then again, you know, experience. I'm, I'm the odd guy. So, well, yeah, again, no, I'm I, the odd guy too. And I love what this movie has done to me. I love the, the thought process it gave me. And I, I, I like I said, I admit, I baby raged a little bit and I was like, man, this was dumb. And, and my brain is too small to understand this plot device. Um, and then after I, after I calmed the fuck down, I was like, no, I can understand this plot device. It's a, it's a pretty good plot device. I'm not upset by it in any way. Um, but it, it does have some oddity to it and whether good or bad, it, it just, I think that it, it is what it is. Right. Um, and I would, I would, I still think this movie deserves a lot of praise and I think everybody should go see it. Um, cause it's, it's, it's so worth, it's so worth watching. I completely agree. I could not agree more. See arrival, see mm-hmm. arrival. Uh, Cass, see, don't, th- don't listen to me. Just go see it. Judge for yourself. That's what we always say. And you can judge it for yourself, but know that I'm giving it two thumbs up. I'm giving it two thumbs up. I'm going to so, leave my thumb yes. sideways for right now. All right. Fair enough. That That is okay. Um, There is something else, Kaz, that I'm going to give you a recommendation for, because occasionally right. we do that here on this show. We do. Uh, you're familiar with the television network AMC, home of, of The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, all those really big hit cable TV shows. Mm-hmm. Now, there is one show in particular that premiered uh, late 2015 that okay. I have been evangelizing for now coming up on uh, about a year and a half. Uh, its second season is about to start in March, and I'm trying to get people in on this show, mostly because I don't want it, want to see it canceled, but also because I think people will really, really like it if they give it a chance. Uh, AMC seemed to think it deserved a chance because it was put on Sunday nights right after The Walking Dead. So, AMC definitely gave it a chance. So, Kaz, the show that I'm talking about is called Into the Badlands. Uh, I've been okay. talking about this show quite a bit. Um, have you seen or heard anything about it, Into the Badlands? I have not, mostly because uh, I've been I've been doing 
television on the internet and uh it's a little hard surprisingly enough to find out about new things when you do your primary television watching through the internet because you have to kind of wait for these newer things to settle and find a home um and usually the shows like that uh it takes a little while before you hear about them like if, if you use the netflix or most of those things won't end up on hulu because uh, those people don't have deals together shit like that well, I will say I just did a quick Google, um, the first season of Into the Badlands, and uh, they have a deal reached for their next season. Um, it looks like it will be on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so you got to like. usually wait for them. Okay. And that's not, there's but, nothing uh, wrong with that, but that's usually what you have to wait for when you start doing the the not watching it on the the idiot box. But uh, it, it looks like it is on the interwebs in some variety also if you have a cable provider you can watch it on demand so you can get it that way too but kaz Mm. i want to tell people about this show into the badlands because you're you're an anime fan right kaz uh yeah you know what yes i will say i am because i have gone back into it super hard and i'm proud of myself so i am an anime fan I will put it simply. This show is the greatest, the greatest live action anime to has ever been created. This is mm-hmm. a, and I'll explain the premise to you. Okay. Um, it's post-apocalyptic. There's mm-hmm, a war mm-hmm. for global domination, and oh, it's happening in, in a place called the Badlands, where there are factions. Hold on, I'm going to stop you right there. Are you yeah. sure this isn't an anime? <laughs> I just said, this is the greatest live-action anime production that has ever been created. DJ, I think you may have watched an anime and just thought it that there was real people no, in it is what I'm No. No, okay, okay. Continue, continue, continue. All right. It has action. It has some fantastic martial arts. It stars Daniel Wu, a fantastic actor. Okay. Uh, and also a lovely actress named Emily Beechip is in it. Uh, there's martial arts. There's magic. There's family political drama like Game of Thrones. Uh, it's, it's got giant wars. It's got weird characters. It is everything you would want if, say, you were to take Fist of the North Star and mix it with Game of Thrones. And it is phenomenal. Kaz, mm. I'm I'm trying to get everyone to watch this show. Especially the anime fans. Because I'm telling you, this show is great. And people need people can catch up on season one, especially. Before season two starts in March, because it's so good. It's, it's really entertaining. And I just, I just want people really to catch on to this. 
this is everyone has their one AMC show that isn't The mm-hmm. Walking Dead that they try and get people to watch. Like Jack for Jackie Hearn, it's Better Call Saul. For a lot of people, a while ago, it was Breaking Bad before people really caught on to that show and it exploded near the end. For me, it's Into the Badlands. The show is so cool and I'm desperate for people to watch it because it's one of those things where I'm not even like trying to be a dick about it. I, I just, this is a really good show for, for me. It's like, you guys will like it. I, I, I'm not even being an asshole about it. Like, guys, this is really good. I found it early and I want you to like it because I know you will. And a few people that have told me they've caught it and they've also caught a few other things i recommended mr robot kaz and it was always like and it was like yeah this is pretty (laughs) fucked cool i'm into it and that's just i i want people to catch on to this show because it's so cool and i don't want Mm -hmm. and i don't want it to get canceled No, it sounds like a rather good show. I, I, I still, God damn it! As much as I want Amazon Prime, I just, I gotta move some things around so I can get a Prime set up. Um, because I would love, Kaz, I would love to watch some of the stuff Amazon has to offer. I wouldn't normally say this. I would not normally say this. But in the case of Into the Badlands, if you have to go elsewhere to find season one. See, I can, but with things like this, with things that are on that that brink of of will it, won't it? I I usually want to support it so that it will, you know. And I'm okay with. But, but this with, is one where I'm saying that I I want people to get caught up with it first. I want people to get season one in their system. Yeah, like I I'll, really I'll, want I'll people to watch the first season. I'll probably just we'll we'll make it a a community night thing, and we'll find somebody who has an Amazon Prime account. We'll use theirs to watch it. The community, because I seem to have to run that. I I don't invoke this very often with you, but for me, this is to to you telling you, this is right up there with Sleeping Dogs. (laughs) It's up there. It's really up there where I'm like, Kaz, god damn it, seriously. Everyone out there listening on the podcast, please check out Into the Badlands. However you need to check out season one. Season two is starting in March. Please get on this show right now. Please, please, please. Not just for me, because I don't want it to get canceled, but I really think you like it. You'll like it. If you like any of the stuff we talk about on this podcast, I really think you'll like this show. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that's a that's a that's a big one for DJM to bring up Sleeping Dogs. Yes. So like, this show is so legit awesome. It really is, especially <sighs> if you're an anime fan. All right. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so in the, the description sounds like something I'd be into. So I'm, I'm definitely in for this. 
Cool. Thank you, Kaz. Thank you. Th- this one, you will not be disappointed. You will not. Be no, I, d- I don't think I would. It's just, it's been so slow going getting back into uh, television watching. Um, cause I, the, the struggle was to get back to anime and I, I will say, um, as we talked about wa- watching, sometimes watching things with people drives you to want to watch things just in general. And like, I've yes. gotten back to the point where one, I started watching anime with people. So that got me back into anime, but now I'm at the point where I'm just watching anime. Like today I was like checking things out, like. It, it was kind of in the guise of, oh, I want to check this out to see if it'll be great for the group. But at the same time, I was literally just watching it for myself. I was like, this seems interesting. This seems kind of up my alley. I'm going to I'm going to check this out, see if it's worth. Um, and I had fun with that. I and mean, it's a great feeling to just be able to do that sometimes where you're just like, you know what? I want to check this thing out for me. And and that's it. I just want to check it out for me. Like. You know, and and I think I'm going to try to start doing that with TV again. Um, started with with finally sitting myself down to watch Gotham. Um, and now I just want to do it with other things as well. So it, it's a slow go, but it's a go. Pretty please, Kaz. Keep into the Badlands in mind. Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. TV has been a little bit easier, uh, except for a few things. Like, there was a bit of a struggle with Gotham at first because I had to find a place. Uh, and then I tried Hulu, and fuck you, Hulu, and you know why. Um, but And that goes for know. anyone else out there, yeah. too. Yeah. On the Tweeter Twatter, at just call me DJM, hashtag it into the Badlands. Yeah. Because I want people it, to watch this show. It sometimes takes a little more work for us folk on the internet because a lot of us have given up the terrestrial TV watching experience, the the where you can turn on your television and just watch a thing. But sometimes it ends up being worth it to to put in that extra effort to watch a thing. Um, and I'm I'm always down for it to put in that extra effort to watch a thing. And I think this is a show that is worth it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've been going on and on and on for like the last 45 minutes. I I think that's what we're supposed to do. It's called a podcast, DJM. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's been like (laughs) DJM going on and on and on. And then Kaz talking about a rival and DJM talking all over you. Uh, Tell me something, Kaz. Because if there's anybody that's sick of DJM, it's DJM. So go ahead. (laughs) No, I fucking I love the dynamic of this. I wanted to talk to you about Arrival because I know we we kind of pre talked about it, and I had I had questions and and you've answered them for me. And I I've calmed down a bit. I'm still a little bit upset because it it was still a weird ass movie, and there there is still some bits in there. Um, But overall, you know what? Fucking good movie experience fucking fun Need, Go needless check it to out. say it, it was about a perfect djm movie <laughs> see you keep growing see i think you're giving amy adams too much credit no 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 not not well, even i don't know not, i not don't even. know kaz I, you know i love weird wonky sci-fi you know yeah, no, I love it, that. It's, 
it's in that level, man. But it's, I still feel weird about the whole Jeremy Renner thing. Like, and it's just like, I don't know. It's, maybe it's because I don't think of him as a love interest kind of guy in movies. And maybe that's my, my issue. And then, Hey, Forrest Whitaker was it. He's always good. Hey, Forrest Whitaker was pretty goddamn good. You don't, you don't get a lot of Forrest Whitaker nowadays. Actually, you do. <laughs> but <laughs> And he's good. He's always he good. good. Yeah. He's a great actor. Um, I don't know. It's just... It, it, this will be a movie that, that comes up for a while, I think. And that's we'll okay. be talking about this for a little while. And that is okay. It's what the people want. It's what the people need. Well, I don't know about what the people want, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either after all this shit. <laughs> I, after all this I shit we talked about in the beginning of this show. <laughs> I, I don't know, people, man. People are fucking weird. Fuck I them. gave up on that years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, no, nah, but there's not really much else, I think. Um Good luck to all our friends out there. Good, you know, good luck, safe travels, because there's a bunch of people in Texas right now uh, that we know. Ah, and love. yeah, pack south, um, pack south. Yeah, that's that's going on. So I hope everyone uh, got there safely. Um, as far as I know, everybody got there safely uh, because we have the the Drink Kids Gaming Discord that we use, and and uh, people like to use that for their travel plans, which is fine. Which is one of the things that we like to use it for to plan trips and things like that of of our larger community. Um, so as far as I know, everybody got there safely and and uh, is having fun. So. That's good. And if you are in Pack South, go check out some of the things that some of our friends are putting on. Um, there's Night Attack and Drunk Kids Gaming there. So anything that you see with those names on it, go check those things out. Uh, really fun, good communities. Uh, I don't know much about the anime presence at PAX, uh, but there are all kind of games if you're into that stuff. Vidge games. And some people are into the the video games DJM from what I hear. Um I don't know. That's about it. That's about it. That's all I can think of. What have you got going on, Cass? I have a lot of nothing going on right now. Uh, I want more and more people to go check out uh, the DKG Welp podcast because I, I feel like we're hitting our stride about a, a 300 episodes in. You know, we're Well, that's not nothing. Finally, that's not nothing. walking. <laughs> No, no, that's not a not whole lot of nothing. That that's a pretty damn big thing, Mister Cooper. No, we're we're getting close to I think episode one hundred. Um, pretty soon, I have to go look, but go check it out. Um, I apologize for the three hour long episodes. Uh, I can't do anything about those. Those are the ones where we invite Bryce on, and he just fucking can't get that guy to shut up. Uh, can, can I just say? And this this happens a lot on the anime side of things too. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 two hour three hour podcasts, guys, come on, come on, just that's not okay. It, it that is never since, okay. It, yeah, it it's this roundtable show, DJM, and we invite people on, and we think that they understand. Like, hey, you know, there's a time limit. Then you look down, and it's been two hours later, and your audacity crashed, and you're just like. Uh, Kaz, if you ain't learned something from your boy, 
got to learn how to handle that. Because you know nerds, nerds are all whacked in the brain and they can't stop talking. Because they yeah. all think their imp- opinions are really important. You, you I think got, we have to stop letting to... people drink on that show, too. That's the other problem. They well, get to drinking and they get comfortable. I, I can't say too much about that because sometimes I've been the host and I've been drinking, so I can't <laughs> say too much about that. No, DJM, that might be the problem. Is The hosts are also drinking, so they stop looking at the clock, and they just uh, think, oh, we're doing a live stream, so that's fine. Then they go, oh, shit, what are all these other windows I have open? I'm recording this. Oh, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. I I need this recording to stop. It's two hours long. <laughs> like, <laughs> got, gotta be on your A game, even when you're drunk, Cass. Yeah. I've had to do it. I've had to do it. But the people seem to enjoy the bit of it. It's 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 been fun. It's it's growing, and I'm I'm super glad. Uh, especially sports odds and ends as well. Uh, if you're a sports fan, and sometimes you're like, hey, you know, that that local sports team, hurrah! Uh, I wish I knew more about them. Check out sports odds and ends. We'll tell you about your local sports far. Uh, JVZ and, and, and Kink has have all kinds of takes on sports. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we know about them. Sometimes we don't. Um, that doesn't stop the pros. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, I, I also want to try to get a little bit. I, I keep saying this, but I want to get a little bit more esports in there because esports is weird, man. Esports is so goddamn weird, and it, it's in a really weird place right now with all the shit that's going on. And I just, it, it needs to be talked about. It does. Yeah, I might even have some more uh, FGC news going on. Yeah. But we'll talk about that on Sports Odds and Ends. But right now, we need to wrap up Two Nerdy Black Guys because I feel yeah, a cough coming on. I've got all DJ kinds of congestion. The ER. And I'm ready to go to bed. Thank get you all so much yeah, no, the, for listening. Thank you for listening to Two Nerdy Black Guys, everybody. I'm mm-hmm. DJM. I'm on Twitter at just call me DJM. I do a few other podcasts at Delta Juliet Mike.com. They're in iTunes. They're in Stitcher. They're King Kaz do is doing way more better things. No, you I'm follow not. him on Twitter at King no. Kaz. DKG Welp. Look for that. Listen to it. It's hilarious. They're all wonderfully talented, charismatic people. All led by the once in a generation talent, Brandon Cooper, King Kaz. Now you're lying. Thank you all for listening, and we will shoot the shit at another later date. <coughs> Held it together like a pro. Yeah, that's what they say. Good night, everybody. <laughs>